overall shitty. I don't know. Just a lot of letdowns, man. I'm just so negative. I'm a negative Nancy. Shut me up. <clears throat> let's let's turn this around. You're just all this repressed emotion just coming out. Yeah, it's coming oh, out. Humbug. I want to take us on a little side quest. Goku's one of the greatest anime heroes of all time. He's badass. He's awesome. Dude, hands down, Final Fantasy VII wins every day. How could you not love the Mario Brothers movie? Robocop kicks everyone else's ass. And that's why Superman sucks. Oh, the Velociraptors kick ass in Jurassic Park every single day. Yep, went out a bit of a rant there, huh? Oh, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. This is Eric, and I am joined, as always, by Justin and Jeff, and we got a fun little episode here for you today. It is Friday, December 17th. We're almost at the end of the year, and uh, today's a fun day. Spider-Man just came out today, so everybody's going to go check that out. we got to give it a few days here so we can go view it and give you uh, our, our most famous reviews that we always provide. Uh, next week's exciting, The Matrix 4 comes out, Matrix Resurrection, so I'm definitely going to theaters to see that. I think we all are going to try to go see that together, which will be fun. And so, gentlemen, first main quest, I want to do a little weekend recap with you. We haven't done one in a while, and the reason I want to do it is because, well, all three of us saw each other for the fun holiday get-together at Justin and Palindrome Jedi's place, so... How, how are we recovering from that very fun-filled, fantastic little party? Not too bad. Not too shabby. A little, uh, little hungover the next day, but nothing too bad. Yeah, it was, um, a, it was a good one. Justin, props to you guys for hosting a Paladrome Jedi. Shout out for the delicious food and cocktails and fun. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was great to have you guys. Obviously, it was... A little smaller. We've had some bangers in the past, but uh, hell yeah. Yeah. No, it was a great time. We do a little Secret Santa. You guys made some holiday punch. You made tons of food. I mean, I think I ate like f- at least 10 deviled eggs, and I don't think I've ever done that in my life. So <laughs> props, <laughs> props to the deviled egg department there uh, for putting those bad boys out. But no, it was a great time. And then we did the christmas vacation drinking game which was awesome you guys always put together those fun exciting drinking games so if anybody out there maybe we can share that picture i know you guys custom made it so maybe we can get that trending a little bit on social media Ooh, set it up yeah <laughs> so yeah, real a, quick a little let's thickly the next day <laughs> Ooh, yeah. little prickly under the peers peers there's <laughs> So we did a Secret Santa gift exchange, not a white elephant, not a Yankee swap, but have you guys gotten any really good or really bad Secret Santa gifts from work or school or friends or family in the past that it's like, it's worth talking about where it's just so memorable? Oh, wow. Well, I have one. Go for it, Jeff. Uh, when I was, I was pretty little and there was that Lego... What the hell was it called? Like Lego Robotics? You guys remember that? Uh, was oh, yeah. Trying to remember the exact one. I think it was just called Lego Robotics or whatever. Mindstorm or something. Uh, anyway, I really wanted that. And um, so um, it seemed like possibly my godfather was going to get it for me. So, you know, here comes Christmas Eve because they would always come over on Christmas Eve. And I really want this robotics thing. 
and it looks, you know, looks like, oh, I might get it from. So I get this box and I open it up and it's an old Christmas holiday clock. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something out of an antique shop. And I remember getting it and being like, oh, hey. And I was like real good about it. I was trying not <laughs> to be like, you know, like a dick, like. Yeah. The fuck am I supposed to do with this thing? Yeah. And then uh, I guess they didn't get the reaction they thought they'd get because I think they wanted me to actually get kind of disappointed and upset, but I was just acting all, oh, hey. And then they went, all right, well, actually, here's the real gift. And then it was the robotics thing. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, it was pretty funny. That would have been great if he just totally went off on the gift giver and your entire family and had a huge blow up just to, you know, then be like the ultimate dick where it's just like, oh, well, here's the gift. Oh, yeah. Sorry about all those things I said. I, <laughs> You guys are cool again. I could just see you doing that. I don't know why. A little mini ref rant when you're younger. Well, yeah. A little boy rant. <laughs> Justin, what about you? I don't have any that really stand out as good as Jeff's, but I was at a Halloween party one time in college where somebody had gifted in the Secret Santa a toilet seat. Oh, yum. That always stood out to me as, as just really random, why you decided to buy a toilet seat and then you wrapped it, and then where is that toilet seat now? I want to know. <laughs> Gosh, I this is a tough one for me to think about because... I don't know. I suppose I've been spoiled for the most part in my life where, like, if I ask for certain gifts from my family, like, they've been pretty good about getting me certain ones. Like, if I really had my heart set on stuff that wasn't too expensive, I would get it. And I don't recall the game because I think I blocked it out of my memory because it was such, like, a bad, uh, I don't know, just, like, situation or whatever. It was. It was basically, I asked for, like, a very specific game. And I don't know if it was, like you know, Vice City, GTA Vice City or something like that. And I was so dead set on getting it and I was so excited. And the person that was getting me the gift was basically like, yeah, you know, save your money. Don't go to EB Games. Don't go get it. Don't pre-order it, whatever. Um, I got it. I got you. And then they ended up getting me like another Rockstar game, like State of Emergency or some shit where I was just like, you know, my heart was set on something and it seemed like it was going to happen and then it didn't happen. And then I was in the same boat, Jeff, where, I mean, I didn't get the happy ending like you did. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> but I just got like another shitty, almost like knockoff game or something. And it was just like, oh, it's almost like if your grandma's like, hey, I got you the Nintendo controller. And then it's like that super cheap knockoff Japanese version that you get at like the checkout aisle in uh, best buy like they think that's hey, the emergency was a fun game it it was but it was like one of those it's almost like you have your heart set on chinese for dinner and then all of a sudden you just get a, a big old spicy meatball instead just you know your your heart was set on it and you just get this big old ball of meat right okay that's that sounds oddly specific i want to hear the story <laughs> where you thought you were getting chinese food but instead you got a matzo ball Oh, well, that, that happens all the time, to be honest. There's sometimes, I don't know if this guy's, this, this guy's happens to use, uh, this happens to you guys, but sometimes we have our hearts set on like something for dinner, like whether it's sushi or some of those like very unique locations. And then you look it up and for some reason, just on that day, for, for whatever reason, they're closed. 
And it's like you have your heart set on like hibachi and getting food cooked right in front of you. And you go there and whether it's due to COVID or due to just rules or just a holiday that they celebrate that we don't, all of a sudden it's closed. And then you're just stuck with going to like the next best place that you weren't excited for. And it could still be a good place. Like could still be like, I don't know, Chili's or, you know, uh, some local shops around here, like go to Portillo's instead, whatever it is. But I don't know. That's like a more of a recent example where we wanted sushi and then we ended up eating like bone of beef and it just was not comparable. Not good. That's, not good at all. That's but, <laughs> quite the story. But uh, yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point about gifts and stuff. Like I, I always appreciate a good gift and I've got all my Christmas shopping done this year. So that's always nice. But yeah, sometimes those gifts, they just like, are a little bit out there, especially if you don't know the person well enough. I feel like at work, there was one year where we all just kind of drew names out of a hat and then you just had to get somebody a gift. And, you know, depending on where you work, you guys might all be very close with your coworkers. But at this place that I worked at, it w- nobody really knew each other outside of work. We all kind of worked together or maybe a couple of us would go grab a beer. But um, that was a very odd uh, gift giving, gift exchange. Because everybody had to go find their bag and find their name on it. And it wasn't just, okay, cool, let's all disperse back to our desk, you know, open your bag. And then maybe on the bottom of the bag is, like, who it's from. So, like, don't guess, don't look. And, no, there was 35 of us, and the owners were there. And they made us go one at a time and each open up our gift and show it off. And, like, you know, you use that pretend fake bullshit, like, oh, thank you, this is great. And it was a $10 limit, too. So, go figure. It was just, like, the worst experience. Probably worse than the state of emergency. So, I'm glad I got that off my chest, Justin. I watching, love that little side quest. photos and watching videos of state of emergency. <laughs> You're just off in another direction while I rant. Sure. Can't get can't get over you shit on the game. Well, It was an unmindless game. You know what game I can shit on, though? Um, I think there was two of them. And it kind of ties back the to... Grinch. Oh, no, that, well, that game was like, that's just more like a life mission, me going back, and we, we got to beat that one day, me and Dan, definitely have to go back and beat it, just like 75% done, but two really games that let me down, uh, tying back to the, the movie release next week, but like Path of Neo and Enter the Matrix were like two games for the PS2 that I was so excited to play, and it was just a huge letdown, it was such shitty games, just terrible gameplay, had like barely anything to do with the movie. It was just kind of like side stories and the characters weren't great. And it was just overall shitty. I don't know. Just a lot of letdowns, man. I'm just so negative. I'm a negative Nancy. Shut me up. <laughs> let's let's turn this around. You're just all this repressed emotions just coming out. Yeah. It's coming bah, out. Humbug. Bah, humbug, Eric. It's coming out. Well, you know what helps me when I just want to, you know, go off and get, get all excited and get all down and dirty? A nice little fun segment that I like to call Death Battle. Get over here! Finish it. Flawless victory. Flawless victory. I don't know if it will be a flawless victory tonight. Jeff, you have a fun little death battle for us. Why don't you give our listeners a little scoop on who yep. versus who? Yeah, so we're putting the two titans together, the... <clears throat> the main Nintendo guy against the main Sega guy. Mario versus Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, two boy. Two powerhouses in gaming, two powerhouses in systems, pitting them, two ge- 
pitting them both against each other. Both have had movies. Both have had video games. Um, both of them had uh, online stories. All sorts of stuff. Multiple games. Who's winning and who's destroying the other. Hmm. This is uh, this is an interesting one. Because they are both in Super Smash Bros. I believe. The latest one. Ultimate. Um, and when I look at the two of them just kind of in comparison with their powers and abilities. Um, I would have to lean more in Sonic's camp. I feel like his speed and his agility and, uh, you know, just his, just his natural, let's say, out of the box, right? Like Mario wakes up and gets out of bed and Sonic wakes up and gets out of bed. I could see Sonic run in circles around Mario as soon as he tries to spit a fireball out of his nose. Um, like Sonic's just got him taken care of. And a hedgehog, spiky... Uh, I feel like he's just running circles on him and killing him so quick that I'm I'm gonna go and sit with Team Sonic over there. Justin, I'm tossing that one to you. Oh, thank you, thank you, Eric. You, you set it up in a great way. I it's it's a tough one. It's a tough battle, but you have to compare apples to apples. And at the end of the day, Sonic has the edge. And then even when you consider the upgrades that either Sonic or Mario gets to have. What's Mario's best upgrade? Um, being ginormous. Oh no, Star. The the uh, Star. Yeah. Okay. Basically invincible. So Sonic can't kill Star Mario, but can Star Mario catch Sonic? Ooh. And also, Star Mario only lasts so long. Like that's a timed event. We call him Wedding Night Mario for that. <laughs> um, so I, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm Team Sonic. I think Sonic has the edge. Even when Mario has the fireballs, Sonic has the fire shield. Sonic has the electricity shield. Sonic has the bubble shield. I mean, Mario's probably better underwater um, than Sonic because Sonic needs the bubbles, but <laughs> yeah, that's my vote. I like that. Jeff, what about you? You gonna you gonna try yeah, to oppose us? I think this is the first time we're all agreeing on a death battle. Um, I again gonna have to agree with both of you and and give this favor to Sonic. Uh, Mario's strong; he has a lot of, but Mario's strength relies on his power ups uh, that last far less than Sonic's. So most of Mario's power ups last for a few seconds, outside of a couple. Um, whereas Sonic's will last a lot longer or for a whole level. I agree with Justin that Sonic's got a disadvantage when it comes to water, which, you know, if you get a metal Mario in there and just throw him down in water, it could sit on him. Unfortunately, um, Sonic has, you know, they went the whole Dragon Ball Z route with <laughs> made him super, super Sonic, where he takes all the emeralds and basically becomes a super saiyan. And then from there, he um, he can be underwater. He can fly in space. He's pretty much just a Super Saiyan in Sonic. And I think that's where eventually he'll just clobber stomp Mario. It's a good fight, and it would last you know longer than most death battles. But I think in the end, Sonic's going to spin fast and just chainsaw his head off. <laughs> 
Well, I've got, I want to spice it up a little bit with this matchup, though, because we did all agree on this one that I think straight out of the box, Sonic would win. But what if, we got to think about it this way too, right? Mario, let's just assume he gets the flower or the cape. You know, he's got a couple of quote-unquote lives, right? He gets hit, he gets injured, he goes back to normal Mario. He gets hit, he gets injured, he goes to mini Mario. And then ultimately he dies, right? So he's got a couple of chances in case Sonic hits him here and there with his abilities. Let's reverse that and look at Sonic, right? He's got his rings, and if Mario lays a fireball on him or actually connects a punch or anything... Technically, Sonic is losing all his rings, and he's got to scramble to try to collect some before if he gets hit again, and if he doesn't collect any rings, then technically he, quote-unquote, dies, right? I, think... I mean, it's the same with Mario. He's got two lives before he's dead. Well, three lives, actually, if you think about it. he's got If he's got, like, the flower, then he goes down one, then he goes to his normal size, and then if he gets hit again, he goes down to the mini, and then same if he with... gets third time then he's out but sonic if he loses all his rings no sonic gets the bubble that justin what bubble he he gets a power bubble i don't don't there's many a shields that sonic gets to have including the one that attracts the rings to him oh that's very true what is so you can throw that up and then suck more rings as he's getting hit one more time and then actually come out with a you know four hits before he's dead all right, last chance for Mario. What if it's a tag team, Mario and Luigi versus Tails and Sonic? Which it's group? even worse. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's even worse. All so right, Mario all right, Mario. <laughs> well, Mario, you you lost. All right, just just we. I tried. Tails I tried to help you. Mario and Luigi are about the same. Tails brings a whole nother dimension of fighting style, and then I mean, you could bring in you know, Toad, and then you bring in Knuckles, and they're really fucked. It's a game over sandwich. Very good point. Very good point. Okay. Yeah, but love to hear the audience what they think, because yeah. I think this one is, is highly debated. I mean, it you know, it could go both ways, but I think majority of people would agree that Sonic's got slightly the edge. But they're a good matchup. It's a good match. Yeah. No. Very true. Very true. And that kind of leads me to... One of our next main quests here that I totally just made up, which is Mario-themed. Mario, the untitled film coming out, or 1993's National Treasure, Super Mario Brothers. Guys, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but I thought it was a joke at first, but they announced that Super Mario Brothers animated movie where Chris Pratt is Mario and Charlie Day's Luigi and Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong and I don't know apparently Jack Black's Bowser or something but I want to know from you guys uh, are the are these movies wanted is anybody going to go see them and also how do you think it's actually going to compare to the live action Super Mario Brothers is there going to be a resurgence so I'm throwing all that out there throwing so much shit at the wall I'm hoping some of it sticks that Justin where are you at with all the Mario stuff so my first response is when they're doing a Mario movie with Chris Pratt and Jack Black and Charlie, who the hell is it for? <laughs> is it for the older generation? Is it for the children? It's animated. So I'm not going to see it because I've like really cooled on animated movies over the past couple of years. Will it be better than the 93 movie? Honestly, probably. Is that an underrated movie? Absolutely. Does it capture the essence of Super Mario Brothers? Nope. But it's still kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) 
It, it, you uh, you have it's the most simple question and you ask it a lot and it's it's kind of sad because the answer most of the time is we have no fucking clue which is who's this movie made for like who at the studio was lining up saying please please we we all beg you in America we have one vote I'm the ambassador for the world um, we would love to see a Mario movie. Please make sure Chris Pratt's Mario and Charlie Day's Luigi and, you know, throw Jack Black in there and Kegel Mike Key, whatever. Um, so please. So I agree. Who, who's it for? Who wants it? Who's going to see it? And we know it's probably just going to be, you know, probably more of a kid's movie. And just like they did with all the Lego movies and, um, I don't know, all the, whoever the fuck knows all the latest like animated movies but jeff i don't know where are you at with all that stuff you think you're gonna get I mean, excited again, and go see like it we've had this discussion before but this movie is not made for any of us <laughs> um it's made for kids that's what it's made for that's what makes money the emoji movie was not made for adults and people just why are they making that whatever and a bunch of kids saw it it's made for kids it's not made for us it's not made for teenagers it's made for our nieces and nephews who are, you know, between the ages of five and 10. Yeah. So this is exactly who it's made for. I don't know why there's a question of who's it made for, because we know, and that's, who's going to go see it. My niece is going to go see it. And my brother will bring his family to go see it with her. That's but it. that's, that's the point though, because your brother's going to have nostalgia built into seeing that so he's yeah, gonna and that's why they certain. throw people like jack black or charlie day in it just to give it a little bit of adult humor so the parents that have to suffer through this 30 times a day when it comes out on dvd or streaming uh it's somewhat decent yeah and that makes complete sense but you take when you look at the track record of remade movies or rebooted tv series and you get something like Chips, the motorcycle cop movie in California with... <laughs> oh, God. Like, who, who? nobody saw that. Why the hell did they even bother with that? Yeah. Sometimes studios just fuck up. I don't think that's... <laughs> a, I think that's I mean, more than a fuck that, up. Who's, I, mean, that, so, I mean, okay, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and who's that for? We all can pinpoint exactly who that's for. What's the major? What's John Wick for? You can pretty much right now say because they're wins and they know they're wins. Someone thought Chips whatever was gonna be a win, and he probably doesn't work for them anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, there's just some of it's just blatantly obvious, and that's just the way Hollywood's gone now. I mean, there it's safe bets. Kids animated movies are safe bets. They make a shit ton of money. That's why you're not getting a cool, weird Mario like we did back in the what super early '90s. Uh, they won't ever make that again because that doesn't. They can't guarantee that's going to make the money back. You can put out a Spider-Man No Way Home or Matrix Revolutions. You know you're going to make a shit ton of money, and that's all that sells now because there is no DVD sales anymore. There's no studios. I mean, there's a great interview with Matt Damon talking about what it takes to make a more artsy or more, um, you know, adult movie that might not, um, you know, that major audiences won't want to watch. He's like, it's awful. You have to upfront the money because studios don't want to touch those movies anymore. They don't make money. So it's 
so blatant to see why Mario's being made as an animated. It'll make money. Um, and that's why most movies these days are superhero movies or sci-fi or fantasy because they make money. I just so don't, I don't think we need Chris Pratt anymore in animated movies, though. I think can we all agree on that? Like his voice has been used, and we're good. He's. I read on Reddit that he's on. Um, they do like like testings of actors with just regular families, not nerds or people who are like, oh, we don't like this guy or whatever. And he tests very, very well from like normal people and people overseas. So remember, all movies that are being made now, for the most part, are being made for Asia. They're not being made for America because most of the money is coming out of Asia. So he, Americans might think he's, you know, lame or not cool or good or whatever but in asia he he trends very differently so when you go see these movies again you also have to remember that 90 percent are not made for american audiences they're made for asia yeah but don't they just dub his voice overseas like it's not actually his voice now now they just put subtitles in i've been to movies in china they just um yeah they subtitle it and then they uh you get the voice. So some of them, and surprisingly, I you know, when you go to Asia and stuff, they do know English. It's not like like you go there and none of them know how to speak. They only speak one language. Most other countries speak multiple languages, and most of them, that second language is, is English. So um, they can recognize the voice. They can recognize, you know, the actor and stuff like that. So... Uh, Jack Black, he's also very popular over there. Super popular in like Japan and Korea. Well, shout so out again, to, it's uh... no brainer that Jack Black, who trends very well in Korea and Japan, is playing Bowser in a video game franchise made in Japan. Wow. I mean, if you really look at it, that's now you can start seeing who this is, who Mario, this movie is made for. I still don't get it. Anyways. uh, (laughs) Calm down, John Cena. (laughs) Uh, Justin, I cut you off. You were about to say something. So I was going to throw out there the ridiculous opening for West Side Story. A Steven Spielberg helmed movie with a hundred million dollar budget that was guaranteed to be a holiday gem. So everything that Jeff is saying that Hollywood is bringing to the table for existing franchises and characters and Steven Spielberg, they brought home $10 million. Ooh. Spider-Man's going to make 10 times that easily on their opening day. But they made a West Side Story came out, what, in like the 60s? No, the the new, brand new, new spanking Steven Spielberg release that just came out uh, brand new last Friday. Birthday. See, I, I didn't even know that. That's the point. That's yes. the, but the other thing no is, one... even if I did know that, I still wouldn't go see it. I don't care. <laughs> like, if, if you're putting up Matrix Resurrections or West Side Story, it's pretty obvious what I'm going to go watch. But that's, again, the whole, that's the whole point, to I think, to what Eric is saying when he says you, you throw Chris Pratt out there in America, he's divisive at best people don't like him but he's a family man he's 
right centric. He's a Christian role model. And when you have like your brother, he's, he's married with a, a family and he's got children and you want to take the family to the theater to see like an upstanding citizen, you get Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah. You get Chris Pratt get as Chris Mario. Gosh. I just... Why, why uh, do people not, not like Chris Pratt? I don't. Like, so some people deal just... with Chris because I remember it was a big deal when they announced him as Mario. So Jeff, uh, a lot of people you, just because he... if you had if you had a first choice at, at a pick to the voice of Mario for the actual official Mario movie, would your first choice be Chris Pratt? No, exactly. That's <laughs> that's the point. So that's why there was so much upheaval over is because it's like he's also Chris's voice. So I mean, it's not Chris Pratt in a. I mean, but like his, you know, Mario's voice is so iconic. Like, you know, I get it. Like a Lego Batman or a, uh, you know, name any other type of animated movie that's come out. Like, we don't know what the character's voice is going to be. We kind of know who the actors are ahead of time. But then, like the Mario movie, you know, it's just like so odd that they, you know, they decided, hey, Chris Pratt's our go-to guy and. What's he gonna sound? Is he gonna use his regular like English accent la- native language, or is he gonna try to be like, "Oh, it's a me," and like try to put the Mario spin on it? Like, well, they said he's not gonna do the "it's a me" thing. So then, a director came out. And yeah, I don't know. To calm people down, and they just they just keep but still outside of him being Mario. What is his thing where everyone is just now lately shitting on him? Well, I think it's another syndrome. Did he do something wrong. I feel like I mean. He's fine. Like, he's Star-Lord. He was in Jurassic... I don't think he's... He didn't shoot anyone like Alec Baldwin or anything. Um, <laughs> no, I think I, I think know. he's... Yeah, I think he's, like, one of those actors that has little... So far, very little range. Where, like, Will Smith is always Will Smith in his movies. Like, Chris Pratt is always Chris Pratt playing, you know, fill in the blank. Like, Star-Lord's cool and all, but he's really just Chris Pratt. You know? Like, that's just kind of his persona across all of his movies. So yeah, and on top, you know. on top of that, there's been the ongoing battle of who is the best and worst Chris between Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Chris Pine. Uh, if you want to talk range, I mean, I would argue that back in the 80s and 90s that Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't have much range. <laughs> but goddamn, was it fucking awesome when a new Arnold movie came out. And I, I agree with you. I'm not poo-pooing on Chris Pratt at all. I'm just saying some people are. Oh yeah, I yeah. I don't I'm very indifferent with him. Like if he's in it, I'm like, all right, cool. Like I don't really care. It's not like, oh fuck, Chris Pratt. Yeah. No, I actually like to be honest and you know, I mean, I do enjoy Chris Pratt movies, but I could understand why people out there are a little bit more ho hum, like, hey, Chris Pratt is in a new movie Tomorrow War. Like I know you guys didn't line up to go see that, right? Like I actually turned it on because I was bored and I wanted a popcorn flick and that that checked all the boxes, but you know, for me, I could see why other people are just like not that excited for him because most of his movies he seems to be kind of the same guy. But hey, to each their own. Everybody likes a different cup of tea, huh? So yeah, yeah. we'll see. I mean, it's almost coming out uh, a little less than what a year from now, or maybe right around a year from now. Uh, the Mario movie's coming out. So in the meantime, every day until then, please go back and watch Super Mario Brothers from 1993. You will love it. We promise. And if you don't like it, call Jeff and uh, let him know about it. 
But I want to move on to our next segment, boys. We've got a fun little retro game that I think Jeff has lined up for us. So let's hop right in. Let's go. Let's go. We can't get away from them, can we? Jeff, you thought of a nice little fun retro game this week. What did you have in mind? Yeah, so we haven't talked about fighting retro games yet at all. And for us, when we were younger, fighting games were huge because you'd have your sleepovers, you'd have your friends over, and you just want to fight and beat the shit out of the other person <laughs> and show off your cool skills and moves and maybe use the one character that's cheap and you're like, you can't use that. You're just using the one move. And, you know, they couldn't balance the game. Once the games came out back then, that's what it shipped as. And if they're, you know, if the characters weren't balanced, then, well, you know, that was it. There were no, like, online updates to try to fix things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I want to go back to 1994 for the SNES. Originally on, uh, was an arcade by Midway. Uh, and then Rare adopted it for the SNES, Killer Instinct. Oh. Great fighting game. Great little soundtrack. Great characters. I love that game. Yeah. I it back then it was kind of at least for me, I was semi big into Mortal Kombat 2 because I owned a Sega Saturn and I got that game for God, who knows what, birthday, Christmas, something, and I was actually allowed to play it, so I was a little bit surprised. But Mortal Kombat I was big into and then a little bit of Street Fighter, but I didn't have a Genesis growing up, so I was mostly a Mortal Kombat guy. So when this game started to circulate and friends would start to have it on the SNES, like it definitely popped up on my radar. And it was, to me, one of those classic fighting games that I think they had a really great cast of characters, especially Riptor and like Saberwolf and Chief Thunder. Oh, like they oh. had such a good range of characters. And I feel like. I don't know if this is just my memory or nostalgia, but I feel like this one was also almost a little bit more gory than Mortal Kombat. I don't know why. I felt like one of them, maybe I'm getting them wrong, but I feel like this one was like Killer Instinct was a little bit more violent, if that could be a possibility. But yeah, I love this game. It was a, it was a fun one growing up. There was also the character Thunder. He was like the... Uh, Native American chief or something and that music that would play and then you found that music on <laughs> like on Napster or something you oh, used to God. play it all the time <laughs> yeah, probably I don't want to put it past me that definitely probably happened Justin do you have uh, any fun fond Killer Instinct memories I was definitely kind of in your boat Eric where I was more of a Mortal Kombat um, fighter, and then Street Fighter was my number two, and then my number three was Primal Rage. If you remember that one, oh Primal yeah, Rage. yeah. Um, we have to do like a complete like dedication to that game in the future. <laughs> but and then Killer Instinct was um, next for me before Tekken got big. But it was fun. It was cool. The moves were great. It was better than Shaq Fu, so I didn't have any complaints. Yeah, Shaq Fu, God. <laughs> Good call out. Yeah, Killer Instinct, it's just, it's one of those that I think even still to this day, like, what was the latest fucking game, like, the releases? This this one, I feel like there's one that probably just came out, like, in the last five to ten years, Killer Instinct. I think it was, like, an Xbox One release, even. Yeah, Xbox One. I think you're right. Wow. Yeah, I haven't played that in forever, and 
I'm kind of surprised. I know Mortal Kombat tried and, I don't know, we'll say somewhat failed, somewhat made some masterpieces of movies, but I'm surprised that of all the fighting games, only Mortal Kombat has tried to make their own movie. I mean, would there be... Stop. Time out. Uh oh. Street oh, street. Oh, okay, well, okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I have to emergency ap- emergency apologies to all our listeners. How dare how dare me? Um, but outside of uh, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, are there any other good contenders for a a movie esque or a full movie that was a fighting game? Mm. I don't Cricket. know if there is. Yeah, well... crickets might be right. I mean. Primal Rage seems fun, but that's more so like, you know, I guess Kong versus Godzilla almost. Uh, right, King versus Kong. Yeah, so I don't know. Killer Instinct um, might be fun. I don't know, Soul Calibur, anyone? Ooh, yeah. Oh, God. That's another big one. What was that weird mm-hmm. fucker with the, with the knives for hands? Um, oh, my dream. gosh. I think it started with a V, like Vordu or something like that. He was such a weird fucker. Vordu? Or, um... Or what was his name? The the pirate. Cervantes. Man, he was good. Voldo. 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 Oh, God. So weird. Don't Google him, kids or family. It's, he was so creepy. He was very creepy. Yeah, there, there could be some games. Or, I mean, think about it. That could be a fun little cinematic universe of like all these fighting games coming together and just having a massive brawl at the end. Little Mugen action. <laughs> little Mugen. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's so good. So good. Yeah, Killer Instinct. I I wonder what happened. They're kind of, yeah, the last game came out in 2013, November 22nd, 2013, and there just has been no no blips on the radar since then. I, I just wonder if they finally put it to bed and people just stopped giving a shit and it's just gone forever. I mean, I don't know if it deserves to come back out again, but hey, good luck to you. I'm sure they're still making some money, though. People are probably still buying it on the Game Pass or on the Game Store or something like that, right? Game Pass just added that uh, Alien Fire Elite Fire Team. What's that? Multiplayer. About? It's like a, I don't know. Remember that uh, World War Z game we played? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, zombies? It's that, but in the Alien universe with Alien. Ah, and they okay. just put it on Game Pass today. I've been downloading it. Okay, so they're coming out with kind of more of that, yeah, like Left for Dead or World War Z, like the four-person co-op. But aliens. That's kind of fun yeah. though, Justin. Weren't you playing one recently? Was it was it Left for Dead or like the the trilogy or the sequel to? No, it was a spiritual successor to Left for Dead. It was okay. Back for Blood. That's what it was. Yeah, it was fine. Left for Dead was better. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <laughs> I like shooting <laughs> shit and killing stuff, so yeah, it checks the boxes. Checks all those boxes. Wow. Well, well, with that, folks, ladies and gentle nerds out there, that wraps up this very exciting episode of the SideQuest Podcast. So we want to hear from you guys on all the stuff we talked about. Let us know. Sonic vs. Mario. Let us know as soon as you go see Spider-Man No Way Home. We hope you guys go check out Matrix Resurrections next week. We definitely, in the near future, either next episode or the following, 
we'll jump into some of our thoughts and uh, maybe some a few spoilers and some exciting moments that we've witnessed. So hope you guys go have a fun time. Try to get to the theaters if you can. And uh, with that, how shall we end this episode? I think we should do... Um, I think Eric hasn't done something in a while. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and I, I think we should... Uh... We should have him battle himself as Mario and Sonic. Ooh, good okay. one, good one. Okay, and then and then Sonic be the victor after their mini mini battle. Oh God! Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Let's go! Oh, boing! What? what? Hey, kids, don't do drugs. Ugh. <laughs> <I> fucking no. <know. laughs> But you're gonna do the wind up and then fly out. Oh Luigi, hide my magazine. Chili dog. Alright, folks. Happy Friday. Oh, 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 oh